What's going on, everybody? It's your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and I'm back on my podcast, The Vitamin Sports, where we take vitamins every day, just like we talk about sports every day. Man, the NBA trade was crazy with James Harden, and the NFL's trade was crazy, too. But it was nothing too crazy, if you know what you're looking at. But, you know, it just showed a lot of teams, and, you know, basically a lot of stuff happened. Um... I don't know if anybody's paying attention, but this is James Harden, 15, if I'm not mistaken. He went to, he was on, he drafted the OKC. He went to the Rockets. Then he went to the Nets. Then he was on the 76ers, and now he's on the LA Clippers. If I'm a, you know, me being a Lakers fan right now, I'm not worried about the Clippers at all. And here's why I say that. The Clippers are never healthy. One, you got two ball-dominant players on the same team. That didn't work with LeBron James and Russell Westbrook. That didn't work with James Harden and Russ the first time. I mean, the second time. So now we are trying to create a super team. It's like a super nonsense right now. Why is James Harden on that team? Everybody keep talking about James Harden going to take them over the top and take them to the playoffs. James, so you let go defensive-minded players and Nicholas Platoon, I think is um, one of the Morris twins, and basically gave away some picks. Bro, that looked like somebody giving another person two Lay's ba- chips and a bag. They're like, where the rest of it at? Oh, I was just trying to get rid of it. I ain't wanted no more. That's basically what happened. He burnt bridge in all these places. All these places. He wanted out of the 76ers so bad that he didn't come to practice. He wasn't in Philly. He was in Houston the entire time because he wants to go back. Talking about, I want to be a scoring champion again. No, Ninja, why? Why would we... Forticate our future for you just to do just to do that. See, people call T.O. a team obliterator. No, Skip, you need to call James Harden a team obliterator because for one, every team he didn't went to, he didn't burn bridges with them. Houston, he should have retired as a Houston Rocket. He should have stayed in Houston for the rest of his career. For the rest of his career, because all of what he's known for was in Houston. But let's not forget, when he was there by himself, yeah, they were going to the playoffs, but they was getting bounced left and right. It took him to get CP3. And this is why I revere CP3 as a top player. Because on every team CP3 has went to, he's taken them over the top. They exceeded expectation. When he was on the uh, the Hornets, they went to the playoffs. At, I mean, but they kept getting smacked by the Lakers. When he was on the Clippers, they kept getting smacked by the Spurs and the Lakers and the Mavericks. When he went to, what's the next thing? When he went to uh, what's the, the Suns. No, I'm sorry, he went to OKC. Getting slapped around. Nobody thought they was going to go to the playoffs. And he took them there. When he went to the Suns, 
Like, the expectation on the Suns went back to when Charles Barkley was there. They kept going to the NBA Finals because of CP3. But, you know, that's for a different conversation. But James Harden is a cancer to the NBA, and here's why I say that. He's never satisfied in the right way. I can understand if he's never been satisfied of just keep losing. I don't want to lose. Nobody likes losing. But he never shows up in the playoffs, ever. He always shows up in the regular season. And it's like, yo, like, I want this and this and this, but I'm not putting in the work for it. So why are people really entertaining James Harden nonsense of, he wants to go to the Clippers. I'm so glad L.A. Lakers did not pick him up because he wouldn't last long here. That'll be two. That'll be three ball dominant players. You have James Harden, D'Angelo Russell, and LeBron James. Even though LeBron James can score off ball, he needs the ball in his hand. D'Angelo Russell needs the ball in his hand. James Harden needs the ball in his hand. Like, I don't know what you want to say. I don't know what you want to call it. It's just sickening to me that we have to sit here and watch this soap opera of James Harden because he's ruining basketball. He's ruining it for a lot of people because he's a journeyman now. His legacy will be tarnished. Look how many teams he's been on. Look how many bad stuff have came out of every organization he was on. Like when Kyrie was going through what he was going through, that was James Harden moment to step up and help KD. But he was out of shape. He didn't want to be there. And then that's loss. When he was with the 76ers, he couldn't ask for a better player than him playing with um, Joel Embiid. But, you know, still coming out of shape. Can't do nothing else but pass the basketball. There was moments where he never stepped up. Tyron Maxey, I love Tyron Maxey on the 76ers. He is what they need. They need to build around him and Joel Embiid. Because Tyron Maxey, if he can like get the green light, he's, he's a top player on that team alongside Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid needs help. He needs people to come to the party. Like, he's, like, the closest thing to Shaq, for real, because, for one, he can take you to the playoffs, but he needs help in order to get him to the finals or at least the Eastern Conference Finals. You don't believe me? Look when they had Ben Simmons playing good basketball and Jimmy Butler. They was like that. They went all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals. If it wasn't for the lucky shot, they would have played the Warriors in the Finals. And who knows what would have happened. That was the team that I could see be a threat in the in the East for maybe three more years. And possibly they could have won a championship in those three years if they would have signed Jimmy Butler. But, you know, Vegas can't be choosers, so... It is what it is. And now they have neither one of Ben Simmons or Jimmy Butler. But the James Harden trade didn't really scare me because, for one, we got to hope it really works out. 
I mean, it kind of came early, so they got time to develop. But at the same time, there's only one basketball. There's only one. You're asking Russell Westbrook to be an off-ball scorer when he's the real leader of that team. Like, when he got there, he made them better because he facilitated and got everybody involved. Now you're asking him to take the ball out his hand, to take the ball out Kawhi Leonard's hand, Paul George's hand, and then he's going to say, well, I can't get to the rim because Zubat is there. Like, I don't even know why they traded for him. They gave up defense to get inconsistency on the offensive end. So now you got, he's the third scorer. He's really like the fourth option. For real, for real, because that's, it's Kawhi, it's PG, Russ, and then James Harden. So I don't know how that's going to work. Tyron Lou got Got his hands full with that one. Because he's a he's an old school guy. That's why I love what he said on all the Smoke podcasts. He said, Russ is our leader of our team. And I and Russ is holding everybody accountable. Like, yo, y'all gotta y'all gotta get everybody involved. Y'all gotta get y'all gotta be here. Russ, I, the thing I like about Russell Westbrook, he gives you 110% every time. He's earned the Hall of Fame. Even if the, if the NBA was in the NFL, like had the NFL standards of a Hall of Famer, he would be it. He never cheated the game. He might have came up short a few times, but he's done things that we've never seen before. We've never seen a point guard be this consistent on triple doubles in a, in a long time. He got more triple doubles than Oscar Robertson and Magic Johnson. He was shorter than those guys. But with James Harden being on the team, I don't know what the clip is going to be. I think they might be a joke. But as a Lakers fan, I don't fear the Clippers. I fear the Suns more than I fear the Clippers. But that's just me. Um, When I look at the NFL and I look at Chase Young being traded, I told people... This I said, Trayshawn is going. It's not gonna. Y'all not gonna pay him because for one, y'all whole defensive line is first round picks, so that means they got a fifth year option. Y'all can't afford that. That's the same issue Cleveland is gonna run into later on the line. They already feeling the repercussions of signing to Deshaun Watson to an historic, guaranteed two hundred thirty three, two hundred thirty million dollar contract. So Cleveland got their hands full. And, you know, the commanders was pointing themselves in the right direction. But, you know, you know, they gotta gotta make some things move. You know, when you leadership starts at the top, I can't say it enough. With Matt Johnson there, he's built he's big on winning. But he's also a smart businessman. Why well, run into a headache when you can solve it right now? Financial issues. Solve that shit right now. That's what he's doing. That's why he gave up Montez Sweat. That's why he gave up Shayshon for little to nothing. Then, then another team that's going to fall into financial burden later on the line is the 49ers. Your number one receiver, big money. 
your running back, big money. Your uh your middle linebacker, big money. Your edge rusher, big money. Yeah. But the team is constructed perfectly now. See, now, if Chase, Chase Young is not the best player, best defender on the team, not even the best defender on the defensive line, he's like your third or fourth option. What? Oh, yeah. He's about to feast. See, you double team the Bosa brother. I think it's Nick. No. I think no, it's Joe is it's one of them. You double team one of the Bosa brothers. Not to mention both the Bosa brother on the 49ers and Chase Young had played together in Ohio State and they had a dominant front. Yeah. So now you can't double team him no more. You got to gotta go over there. You got to be one on one now. I'm pretty sure their practices is going to be fun because now you got Chase Young working on Trent Williams, the best left tackle in the game, and then you can move Chase Young on both sides. So what you going to do? And now Dallas, you're doing all this talking about how, you know, you reap what you sow, but the teams that you sow in competition with gotten better and y'all didn't. Now, it's been speculated that Dallas might get Devontae Adams, but Devontae Adams ain't going nowhere. He's not going anywhere. Okay, I was right. Nick Bosa. So you got Nick Bosa on one side, and you got Chase Young on the other side. On a team that's good defensively. See, now it's getting ready to really be a problem. In the NFC, we might get the same thing we got last year: the Eagles and the uh, the Forty ers in the NFC Championship game. I would pay to see that. I want to see that because both of these teams are legitimately good. Why not? Why not get the fans what they deserve to get the Eagles and the Forty ers to play in the NFC Championship game? Because the Dallas Cowboys ain't ready for that. No, they not. They had a hard time with Nick Bosa. Now you got Chase Young. Oh, yeah. That defensive line was already good. Now it's gotten better. So now they about to turn up the heat. The Eagles secondary was already in question. And now they traded their safety to get a pro bowler back there when a lot of people thought they was about to trade Bradbury? Yeah, okay. Now, they got better. All it takes for the Eagles, and I watched this before when they played against the Commanders, if the Eagles get a get a, get that defensive line to at least stop the run, everything else will take care of itself. But because, you know, they can't stop the run effectively or consistently, you'll see, like, what the commanders did by running all over them. Because that's what they did. If that defensive line can ever figure it out, yeah, the only other team that can really combat that is the 49ers. And if I'm Dallas, 
I'm looking to my left, and I'm looking to my right, and I'm looking behind me because the Eagles is coming, the 49ers is coming, and y'all got y'all chest poked out like y'all actually did something. Y'all supposed to beat the Rams. The Rams don't have nobody but Aaron Donald. And I have Aaron Donald, the raw receiver from BYU, Cooper Cup, still, still not the same right now. And then Matthew Stafford is, is declining significantly. Think it's time for him to retire. But nobody listens to me. I've been saying this before. Watch these teams, man. These teams are starting to make moves. Like the NFL trade deadline this year wasn't as what I thought it was gonna be. Because a lot of teams, you know, are in financial bonds right now. The Raiders just need a clean start. They need to find a way to get rid of Devontae Adams after they paid him all that money. They need to just go in re straight up rebuild mode. Like find a good coach. Every offense coordinator, every defense coordinator is not a head coach. And I think people need to realize that because coordinators only see one side of the ball. You only see one side of the ball. That's why you get certain guys that understand. Like, John Harbaugh don't see one side of football. He don't. He knows what it takes for a good offense, to have a good offense. I would say John Harbaugh sees two sides of the football. Defense and special teams. That's why the only thing that really changes on the Ravens is the coordinator. John Harbaugh wants a good run game. He know what that looks like. So he finds a good offense coordinator and incorporates a good run game. Bill Belichick likes tight ends and defense. Personally, he's a defensive-minded coach. Mike Tomlin is uh, offensive-minded, but he knows what a good defense looks like. Those three coaches are the most all-around coaches in the NFL. Everybody else is one-dimensional. Andy Reid, focus on offense. Sean Payton, focus on offense. Sean McVay, focus on offense. Mike Vabrell, focus on defense. That's why the Tennessee Titans' offense is a run-heavy offense. But I think some changes get ready to come soon. If I'm looking at the commanders, we all know our enemy is going to be the head coach soon. Riverboat River, River Ron need to count his days because they're coming to an end. Um, it's a lot going. It's a lot of changes going on, and we need to pay attention. But this is off topic, real quick. I want to give a special shout out to Michael Vick. He's the only guy that I've heard so far that's honest about his standing and making the Hall of Fame. He said, I didn't do enough to make it. Brandon Marshall asked 
Cam Newton, do you think you're a Hall of Famer? He said he don't care because he already know the answer. No. Chad Johnson say he don't care because he already know the answer. No. Shady McCoy is making a case, but we already know the answer. No. No, 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 no. And that's all I got to say about that. I'm your host, Jimmy Johnson Jr., and this is Vitamin Sports. See ya. Oh, wait, it gets even better with the nonsense. Now I'm seeing, you know, on ESPN that the Clippers have a 12% chance of winning, you know, the Western Conference. But I'm like, people give KD a hard time because he chased rings with the Warriors. He left OKC to go to the Warriors. Okay. I can understand that, but why nobody, you know, being even more harsh to James Harden? He played with CP3. He played with Russell Westbrook. This is the third time he playing with Russ. He's playing with uh, Dwight Howard. He played with Dwight Howard. Then he played with KD again. Kyrie Irving. Joel Embiid. Now he's playing with Kawhi Leonard and Paul George. That's eight Hall of Famers. But nobody's bringing an issue to this. He's playing with eight Hall of Famers. If he doesn't get it done here, his legacy should be tarnished. And people say, you can't tarnish a person. Yes, you can. You can tarnish a person's legacy. He's bounced around to five teams. Five. I've never seen a player this skilled bounce around to five teams. And teams have got rid of him. Not him leaving. They got rid of him. They got rid of him. People might say, well, KD played for multiple teams. But a team has never gotten rid of KD. KD left on his own. These teams got rid of James Harden. And now we're about to see, are we really considered? Now, I know that L.A. natives, all these guys are L.A. natives, L.A. natives, Paul George, Kawhi Leonard, Russell Westbrook, and James Harden. You know, that's cool for L.A. All the guys came back home, but no, I don't think this is a good look right now, man. And it's going to wreck the team, which is already being, you know, speculated of being broken apart. So I think people should pay attention and let's really get down to business. James Harden is a team obliterator. And it's only going to get worse. (laughs) 